Not a Rabbi Podcast, Episode 1, Bag of Measles Cookies. Welcome back to the Not a Rabbi Podcast. Or welcome for the first time if you are a new listener. We've got a lot of subscribers now, so I definitely appreciate that. What I wanted to talk about today was the question of vaccination or not to vaccinate. That is the question, and that's been a big debate that has been going on in the Jewish community for quite a while. Uh, it's probably not a surprise. Yeah, maybe it is a surprise. Who knows? You know, this is something that really transcends uh, Judaism as opposed to being specifically within Judaism because there are plenty of anti-vaxxers, as they are known, in the non-Jewish population as well as in the Jewish population. And But what I wanted to do first is I wanted to play a bit from a podcast, a podcast that I listen to and very much enjoy called The Fifth Column, which is a more of a political podcast. And Michael C. Moynihan, who is the person that will be doing most of the speaking, with uh, Eli Lake, I believe, chipping in, and Matt Welch chipping in as well, maybe Camille Foster uh, also. But Michael C. Moynihan will be going ahead and detailing a little bit of a story that happened to him over Passover. And I think that this story that happened to him and the way that he put it, and he is definitely doing some of this for comedic effect as well. I don't think he's an anti-Semite at all. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think he's this much of an anti-Semite, but he is probably, he is not an anti-Semite whatsoever. I think this is something that is for an effect, um, very important and very instructive to what is going on out there. And so I have tried to edit out any uh, any curse words that are used because that show is generally uh, curse, curse word laden. But just to make sure that anybody that has uh, that are listening to this and they have kids in the car or what have you, I have tried to edit them out. If one slipped by, I do apologize. I don't want to do that. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, don't want to have that slip through. Anyhow, so here is the story from Michael C. Moynihan. So I got off the subway and I am juiced and just walking down the street like windmilling from here to there, <laughs> pinballing, asking signs and, you know, empty newspaper machines. And this guy... That's called parkour. Yeah, this <laughs> guy hops out. Uh, I live in a Hasidic neighborhood, by the way. <coughs> it's been mentioned in the show a num number of times. And this guy comes out and he's like, excuse me, can you uh, help me? And I'm like, oh God, what's going on here? And uh, and uh, he he's and then he looks at me and he says, "Are you Jewish?" And I'm like, "You come on, you don't think that? Is that just a question you have to ask?" And he's like, "Yeah, I gotta ask that because you're not <laughs> you're not Jewish. No, I'm not Jewish. Because if I, I assume, and Eli can correct me as the the only Jew in the room. You can correct me if I'm wrong. We prefer Ashkenazi Americans. <laughs> 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 but even if I was not." Uh, 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 an extremely orthodox person, and I was just like a secular Jew. They wouldn't have asked me. 
right because what they're doing is it's um it's the sabbath right they would be like well if you were if you were like i'm Passover. jewish but i don't i don't really care about halakha yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Say, well why aren't you guarding Exa- the sabbath uh, precisely right. they would they would bring you in for a different reason in my right. sabbath, <laughs> to a chair and by sabbath you mean like uh, it's a holy day yeah so well it was like sabbath passover yes. friday yeah, yeah, also friday. the holidays got so it. i right. get the guys like come mm-hmm. come into the apartment and yeah. my drunken i'm like really really drunk but for some reason, I'm treating the Hasidic guy like he's a cop, and I'm like trying to act sober. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm absolutely coming in for you. It's not a problem. So I walk into the apartment, and there's like literally, it looks. You ever seen the traffic in Libya? Like they all, all the cars go at the same time, and there's like uh-huh. no lights. That's what it looked like with the strollers, and there's just like a thousand strollers on top of each other. It looks like a look like 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 people coming out of Kuwait in the first Gulf War. Everything's like on fire and on top of each other. In the man's apartment. Yeah, in, outside the apartment. Okay. In the huge lobby. Uh-huh. So I go in. By the way, very nice apartment, and it's like one in the morning. Everybody's awake, in, including the kids, and they're all sitting around the table, and everyone turns around, cranes their neck at me, like, "What is this guy doing here?" And you know they knew what I was doing there. It's the only time. A guy like me goes in there, and I gotta go start turning the lights off and turning things on. Is that right? Yeah. So I went wait, in. And they wait, you? They brought you in to be the light turner. I'm the Shabbos goy. Yeah, ah. they can't touch the things. They can't. T- what did you think they so were doing? He came out I never street, understood what that word really to find meant. someone. Yeah, to he was finding a non-Jew right. to turn things wow. off. I go and I go and I'm, I'm going deep into this. This apartment seemed like I went through like a wardrobe and it was like a C.S. Lewis book, <laughs> but Jewish. <laughs> and I come out on the other side, and there's a, there's like a machine on the ground, and the woman's like, "Can you turn the knob in the middle and whatever?" I'm like, I, you know, I. <laughs> so everyone lived there as Bernie Sanders. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you doing? Uh, turn <laughs> the. So I get. Down, I'm like, I'm trying to, it's on the floor, and it's a breast pump machine, and I'm turning it on, and I kept on like falling over because it was on the floor. <laughs> it was like below the bed, like they were hiding it or something. And so I was down there trying to turn, I kept falling over. And then I got up, and she was like, Thank you. And then I came around the corner, done, got uh-huh. all my, got all my, hitting, yeah. hitting all the switches. Yeah. And then there's the guy is there with a bag of cookies. And he's like, take these. And I'm like, oh, great, thanks. Happy Passover. I'm like, because I'm he, like, can't, he, can't give you, he can't give you money. No, it's it, the Sabbath. Yes, it's the Sabbath. Yeah. Uh, and he wouldn't anyway. He's a Jewish. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Take it out. We're going to take it out. Wow. We're going to take it out. I love it. We're going to take it out. Merchant of Venice is my yeah. very favorite yeah. Shakespeare play. Yeah. And also he's yeah. orthodox. So he yeah. Yeah. Is, it, <laughs> is that why he couldn't? I'm going to take that one out. This, this, so, this is an occasion for my favorite Seth Lipsky joke. I'll finish this okay, and you get this, and, and it's that, a good okay. place to do it because I'm gonna have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me restart because that'll that'll ruin, my, that'll ruin nope. my career. We're gonna make a super cut of all these. Yeah. Ones. Um, so he gives me these cookies and I lay out and I, I it's like these I don't know what the hell they're like a plastic bag they're all game like weird and like all screwed up like <laughs> this weird way. And I get home and I'm like I just got a fucking bag of measles cookies. <laughs> this is literally <laughs> measles treats. I go in there I want to turn some lights on. I'm going to get a reward, right? Get some gold or something. (laughs) uh, Shabbat snack. Yeah, I'm going to get something in a settlement somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then I get get some measles cookies. So finally, living in the neighborhood, I got to see the inner workings on Passover or whatever it was. But did you eat the cookies? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Those literally didn't go into the trash. I set them on fire <laughs> and then put them in the trash. <laughs> it was like, can you burn measles? Yeah. Because I burned measles. No. That was like a bag. It was like a bag. It was a bag of 17th century diseases. It was incredible. You can't eat those cookies. Yeah, you can't eat the cookies. And there you have it. That is from 
the mouth of Michael C. Moynihan. And I think that this is a very important thing that he is showing us here. Uh, and just to give a little bit of a background for those of you who don't know what's been going on here, specifically in New York City, is that we have had a scare about people who have not vaccinated their children and a measles outbreak happened. Uh, it has gotten so far to the fact that um, New York City had declared a measles emergency and parts of Brooklyn, specifically where a large number of Hasidic Jews live, it, where they required vaccination there. I think that this story that Michael C. Moynihan tells is really illustrative of, if that is a word, or illustrative of the, I've heard it both ways, quite frankly, uh, it, it really shows the fear that people had, in, or and probably still have, about this measles outbreak that has gone on. And the question here is, and the question that I'm here to try to answer, uh, as not a rabbi, is what is the uh, a position, I guess you could say, for lack of a better term, of about vaccination? All Jews believe that they should not vaccinate their children. Um, that is, I can say, unequivocally not true. I would say 95%, if not more, believe that children should get vaccinated. Their children should get vaccinated. My daughter got vaccinated. Um, I think almost all of my nieces and nephews from both my wife's side and my side as well have gotten vaccinated. We do have a family member who did not vaccinate their children. One of these ch uh, children who are now an adult has gone ahead and gotten themselves vaccinated because the natural vaccination that they got was completely ineffective. So that's that's where we are with this. And so where do we where does this come from? Well, let's take a look here. And biblically speaking, we have a passage in Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 15. Unishmartem ma'od lenafshosechem and in English that translates to, but for your own sake, therefore, be most careful. And this is translated, and actually not translated, but this is um, spun out, I guess you could say, many different ways. And to talk about the necessity for people to make sure that they are safe and not in putting themselves in spots of where there is danger. And therefore, and a lot of people who are pro-vaccination have used this for the same purpose, saying, therefore, you must get vaccinated. Now, the other, if you want to put the, look at it the other way here, you could probably say that the, the anti-vaxxers could say the same thing. Well, look, if there's people there that are going to, you know, if this is giving autism to your two children, how can you do that? That is not something that you should be doing. You should watch yourself and make sure to be careful. And this is where 
the argument really lies. Um, you know, just to get back to the story with uh, from Michael C. Moynihan for a second here, this story also has hit, or not hit necessarily, but has um, created a scare, and this has been outlined in the New York Times as well, where, and I'll, I have the story posted in the show notes for you, um, but there is a story here of in Rockland County, upstate New York, a little bit, and some Orthodox Jew started coughing in a clothing store. Another shopper standing next to the person suddenly dropped the item she had been holding and clutched her child. She was buying something and she just threw it down. She said, let's go, let's go, Jews don't have shots. And this, between the story that Moynihan told by uh, about the bag of measles cookies, which, by the way, I think you could understand the uh, the show title now. It is in this story here. It is something that is a problem, and you don't want to have such a problem really going ahead and being spread and have everybody think a, this certain way. It's something that is not. Uh, something that's not something that you want to have. I mean, it doesn't matter what, what, you know, religion, race, creed you are, there are always these types of things that get out about individual groups and then are assumed as a whole. And that is not something that we really, uh, that is not something that really, you know, should be had and something that, uh, you know, what I'm here to combat to a degree. And so that is really where things are. In fact, this is a very big controversy controversy that has simmered and reached a boiling point back in May, I would say, of this year, 2019, where, and it had been simmering for a long, long time, a uh, person that is very well-respected Torah scholar and uh, he has, there are people that he, he has said or he hasn't said that's not really clear, uh, but it's, you know, but there are, there, are, there are Torah scholars who have said that they should not, that people in New York or any Jewish community should not vaccinate. And this is really um, causing a lot of problems. It got to the point where in, I believe it was May, it may have been June, May, I believe it was May, uh, nearby me, near, nearby where I live here in Brooklyn, there was a anti-vax rally held at a, uh, held at a place, and it was actually nearby the school where I teach. The people came, and I, from what I understand, I wasn't there uh, because, well, I don't believe in non-vaccination, but from what I understand, the there were only about 50 people there, even though they had buses coming in from all over the other place, all over. Uh, in fact, there were news stories about it. Uh, I, I know that there were a couple of news stories on TV about it. And my, I had students that went to protest this. And quite frankly, I, I'm very proud of them <laughs> to, to a degree. Um, and the person who owns the location where this was, where this, where this, uh, where, where this, 
rally, I guess you could say, for lack of a better term, occurred, told the students that this was something that was done under false pretenses. And they didn't give a chance or they weren't able to cancel the meeting, but you know, this is somebody that doesn't want the bad publicity for their uh, their event hall where this pla- where this was held, and just trying to protect himself. You know, an old CYA maneuver, I guess you could say. And so this is this is it. You know, this is where it uh, this is where it stands. And um, you know, get now getting back to the issue with the Torah scholars, I think, that's interesting because they've had to deal with this exact same problem in Israel. And in Israel, pretty much has been decided by um, the people who, the Torah scholars who are very well versed in the law, Jewish laws, Torah laws, and just as a quick rundown, Torah laws don't just are not just ritualistic they are also uh, and for services but they are also how to live your life and this is this is uh, something that they ruled is something that uh, vaccinations they ruled vaccinations should be done and this uh, this rabbi one this rabbi sent a letter to one of the well-known rabbis slash Torah scholars here in America explaining his position. It was kind of a very nice way to say, really, you guys should be doing this also. And so it, it's really split the the community to a, to a strong degree. But, but I think that the thing that I really want to get out of this is that people, the majority of the people, 95% of the people vaccinate their kids. This is a minority, very small minority of people who don't vaccinate their children. And, you know, so you don't, th- don't have to think that all Jews don't vaccinate their children. You don't have to be totally terrified not to take a uh, bag of Passover cookies and and burn them. Although, you know, quite frankly, the way that Passover cookies taste because they are gluten-free might not have been a bad idea to just burn them anyway because they're horrible. Uh, But (laughs) be that as it may, you know, it's, it's not the case. Oh, New York State. New York State also has now, is now making a law or amending a law to say that there is no longer a religious exemption for people not to vaccinate. They must vaccinate their children. I understand where they are coming from with this. To be honest, I am very terrified of this if this happens, primarily because it is a major First Amendment issue. Plain and simple. It is a very big First Amendment issue. Uh, you know, freedom of religion, and so the state should not be going ahead to do that. If this law actually does pass, it will be interesting to see the 
fights about it, and it would probably eventually go to a Supreme Court case, if not right away to a Supreme Court case, because this is this is truly a First Amendment issue that needs to be addressed. Can the state go ahead and make a law saying that there is no religious exemption? Anyhow, that is that is it. I think that is pretty much all for the episode. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back in a few weeks with another episode, which I believe is going to be about uh, something geeky, uh, something wonky, I guess you could say, religiously wonky, and um, I hope to be doing a lot more research on that and getting into it. It's, it's an interesting topic and something a uh, listener already suggested. Before we get to the close of the episode, would like to let everybody know that the, first off, the podcast art was done by Kelly Kirkman. If you'd like to have any work done by her, commissioned by, you know, commission her to do some work, let me know. Hit me up. I will, uh, I will get that message to her uh, by way of her father. And also the intro and outro music have been done by John Benedict. Take a look at the show notes to see to see the link for John Benedict's website, Front Street. Good band, good person. I know him very well. Thank you all for listening. I am Aaron Benedict, and I am not a rabbi. <laughs>